It's no secret that the world has problems and that all problems require solutions. This is They Can't All Be Winners, the podcast where credibility is moot. Skull! What's going on, everybody? If you are hearing this right now, that means you have made an active choice to listen to They Can't All Be Winners. I'm Zach. I am joined by a lifelong friend of mine. I consider him a brother, my co-host, Matt. Matt, how the hell are you living, bro? Sorry, I was on mute. Um I'm good. I uh, actually couldn't be better. Um, tomorrow is my wife's birthday. Um, looking forward to that, celebrating with her and her family. Um, yeah, and I'm sitting. I'm sitting in the closet right now. There you go. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Hey, whatever you got to make do, man. The the COVID home office in full effect. I love it. Or home studio, I guess I should say. Yeah, and then when you're sitting in a closet, you realize how much stuff you have that you don't need. Uh, so. is this like is this where you did you do some acoustic testing and you found out that this was the spot best for this podcast yeah it's not like the closet where I like keep my the things I actually use it's the closet in the room that we don't quite use yet uh, with books and items that I haven't seen for uh, probably three or four years but uh, here they are right all stuff that could go to Goodwill that's mm-hmm. what's up all right, yeah, nice. but but I'm not sure if anybody would actually want them, these items. So, <laughs> okay, well, you know, nonetheless, goodwill is always there for for that deposit, my friend. Mm-hmm. So, again, this is the pilot episode of They Can't All Be Winners, the podcast where credibility is moot. Matt, we say credibility is moot. What the hell do we mean? Yeah, and uh, Zach, I I think it's important to define uh, the two terms, credibility and moot, uh, before we dive into that. So uh, from my perspective, credibility means uh, information that comes from a source that should be believable and digestible and uh, essentially trusted, correct? Yeah, that sounds pretty credible. And then moot would mean... Um, yeah, kind of doesn't matter. Uh, it's irrelevant, and um, the polar opposite of credibility is that. Is that fair? Yeah, it ain't nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so therefore, uh, if you're expecting credibility or uh, overly reliable information from this group, uh, you're not going to get that. Yeah, yeah, we're we are not going to claim to be experts of any, any subject. We don't have PhDs. We're not subject matter experts, like I said. So don't come at us saying that we're, we're wrong or, or whatever. Actually, we invite you to do that. But pretty much the, the moral is here. We're doing this because we think that there are a lot of like-minded individuals that m- may share similar opinions or thoughts. And we're going to try to get as creative with our solutions as we can on the topics that we dissect. Albert Einstein once said, logic will get you from A to B. Imagination will take you everywhere. 
And folks, you better buckle the hell up because that's what we plan to do. We plan to take you everywhere with this podcast and just be ready because solutions are coming to you and credibility is moot. Mm. And I'll be winners. And I, I do also want to say, Matt, I think it's important. I, I set this disclaimer, episode one right away. If the music, meaning the transitions, the interludes, all that shit in this podcast, if it sucks, you can only blame one person. And unfortunately for me, that person is me. Blame me entirely. All right. I'm putting this thing together with Matt's help. And firstly, thank you to Anchor. Thank you to Anchor for allowing us to create this podcast on your app. The, it's, it's genius. It's very well done. And it is an amazing platform to be able to get our voices out there and to do our thing. So truly, we thank you. And if, like I said, if you want to blame someone, if you hear it, you can blame me. I'll take the full responsibility. All right. And also, as we get into the first episode, dude, I'm a little tired today. I have to be honest. Um, last night, didn't get a ton of sleep. I don't know. I don't know if you have. I don't know if you have this issue or not. And I'll quote unquote issue. Dude, I drink so much water in a day that I think for the last, honestly, maybe four or five months, no lie, no exaggeration, I get up every night in the middle of the night to go pee. Every single night. And there are times, maybe once or twice in the week, that I'll go back to bed and I cannot fall asleep, bro. Like, it, my mind's racing. I have thoughts just running through and it prohibits me from going back to sleep and it's absolute trash. So I'm a little lethargic today. Um, so forgive me for that. If, uh, if I sound a little sleepy on them. Yeah, well, I woke up at four forty-five this morning with, uh, my glass of water empty. So it does happen to you. So you, yeah. you, you share the same, the ailment. And I went downstairs to get a said glass of water filled. Came back upstairs and uh, stirred around for a little bit and then uh, went to the gym with my beautiful wife uh, at 7 a.m. on, you know, about five hours of sleep. So, yeah, I can relate. Hey, that's enough. Did you did you beast in the gym today? No. Horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not easy. But, hey, you're getting in at 7 a.m. I love that. Dude, you want to know what the most clowning thing is? Last thing I'll say about this is I, I, I have – Dudes, I, I remember dreams like, I, by the way, if you're one of those people, that's not and not just you, but anybody listening, I feel bad for you, man, because waking up and remembering some dreams that it's honestly a pretty clowning thing. But I uh, so like I said, I got up to go pee. Right. And the, I was having a dream, though, that I was in an athletic locker room. So I don't know. It, like it, it didn't mean anything necessarily to me, um, the locker room that is. But. There were two, there were two, I go to one locker, I open up and I try to pee in the locker. I can't do it. I go to the second locker. I try to pee in it. I I can't do it. All right. At which point my coach, uh, no real connection, just definitely the coach of the dream comes in. I'm by his office at this point, by like a water fountain, pull it out, try to start pissing and, and can't piss. And he just is like, he's just so ashamed of me at this point that I can't pee. Have you seen the movie waiting? <laughs> I'm, I'm actually ashamed of you too, but yeah, uh, yes, I have seen the movie. <laughs> you know, that dude, that waiter that like, he has that, 
peeing in public problem and everyone yes. has there's like a montage of like people behind him like cheering for him bro like, <laughs> i felt like that but i just couldn't i couldn't do it and uh i woke up so thankfully you know i did wake up because ultimately of course that'd mean that i would have pissed my pants in in the bed so well where credibility is moot we teach you about uh how to pee in public so glad to glad to be here well, and, and also I'm um, in the right place because they can't all be winners, right? So mm-hmm. um, let's get into our first segment. Uh, before we do, got to uh, got to holler at our, our sponsors here. So first sponsor, folks, Christmas is just around the corner. And if you're like me, A, you procrastinate. And two, you have a hard time getting dad that perfect gift. Well, we have just the gift idea for you. Duluth Trading Co. Is your dad that dad that calls someone to get the air vent replaced? Has your dad never swung a hammer in his life? That's perfect. Duluth Trading Co. has you covered this Christmas. Since true working men wear Carhartt and Wrangler, Duluth is perfect for your suburban dwelling father. Duluth Trading Co., the white collar's blue collar brand. To kick things off, Matt, we're, we're going to be dissecting this week's loser. We're going to assist them with some solutions, and it's big tech. Do you want to kick us off, man? I know you have a lot of thoughts on this, so I'm going to let you start rapping on it, and uh, you know, let's let's get into it right away. Yeah, I want to start, uh, Zach. Uh, did you by chance see any of the uh, congressional hearings uh, over the? I think it's probably about a month ago. My concept of time is uh, pretty poor at this point. But did you see any of the congressional hearings with Mar- Mar- Mark Zuckerberg and and uh, Jack from Twitter? Bro, honestly, I tried to remove myself completely from it. I, I did, you know, I, I caught snippets here and there. Um, the the one that I, I happened to turn on, like I, I was in the middle of the day, it was lunchtime, I think I was eating lunch, I turned on and the news was on and it was it was them in the hearing. And I forget, I forget whom it was, but this lady was, was questioning them and they were like fucking poof ball questions dude like and she was like just so appreciative of 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 them every every time they spoke she's like yes and thank you Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." i I had to turn it off so that's that's about that's the extent of my viewing of that shit well if you want to talk about credibility i mean i don't know if you've seen jack's uh beard jack dorsey bro uh, that beard is fierce that yeah hey, hey i give credit where credit is due if 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 i want anyone to control the source of information that i consume uh it's someone with a beard like that yeah yeah Yeah. no but in in all reality my my biggest problem is uh and we can divulge into this is uh, so you know major media companies aside and you know nightly news you know you you come home you turn on abc cbs nbc whatever it might be and you consume your 45 minutes of nightly news and think you're informed um there is such a large percentage of americans today whose primary news source has become social media companies yep Meaning I log on to Facebook and I see the, you know, freedom eagle dot whatever, or I log on to Twitter and I see that this post has been banned or this one's been promoted. Right. Um, right. That, that's, that's kind of where my problem lies. Yeah. Now, what would you say would be the percentage of, let's just say, just to, to stay home here, Americans mm-hmm. And again, these are obviously we don't have the actual statistics to this as a four, you know, 
fair warning here. What would you say the percentage of people, Americans that are that are doing that, looking at social media solely as their means to receive and interpret news? Ah, uh, I, I would say we're approaching half of the country. Fifty percent, um, bro. Yes, and if we were, uh, if my dad is a test sample of that, it's a hundred because I get no less than uh, fifty. Uh, Facebook, but by the way, I don't use Facebook Messenger at all, but I still yeah. consistently get Facebook Messenger news reports uh, in my inbox that I've never read. So, yeah, I think it's close to 50. And and and, and that means you're saying, just for clarification, that 50% of people, that's it. That's all they're doing. They're looking at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And again, you have to forgive me for my ignorance. I don't have social media other than LinkedIn, which got super political as, as well, uh, which, you know, you would think isn't the forum, but that's a whole other conversation. But, um, and, and I don't say that to, to be braggadocious or like I'm cooler than anybody. That's certainly not what I mean. I just mean, I, I may, yeah, I don't, I don't look at it. So I don't, I don't know how it's received, but you know, I get the, I get it. I've, I've had social media in the past. Um, you're saying that that 50% of people, that's 50% of Americans that are, are looking at it and that's their sole means of, of news. And 50% may be high, but I also think it's, I think think it's high to differentiate between people that consume news at all. And then the total population. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Because some people just don't consume anything. Right. Right. And, you know, that's that's kind of like the. uh, Ignorance is bliss type thing. In this case, that's certainly not the case. I think I think the lack of. Being informed is. That's a separate issue. It is. I mean, but but, you know, I, I my thing, my thing with with it is, is the people that take that at face value and they don't they don't discern information for themselves or they look at that as their sole means uh to to quote unquote articulate what they think because of what they see in one article i you know i i don't i that's what I, that's what i can't understand and then of course my my bigger issue with it is the suppression that exists on Facebook and and Twitter, which is, you know, why we're having these hearings, right? Um, that's my bigger issue with it. Well, you know, suppression is, it's definitely not one-sided, right? Like they suppress all misinformation, regardless of affiliation with any specific ideology. Do I send sarcasm or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Um, and again, this isn't to be overly political, which is, of course, with an election year, that's that's what we're looking at. And that's what we have to, to go off of. And I think that it became clearly evident that that was that that was the case. So, I, you know, as you talk, you asked me if I'd watch any of the hearings I, again, I I read about outcomes and and I, I first of all, I'll say, bro, Ted Cruz is a fucking beast. <laughs> like you can't you can't. You can't outlawyer that guy. <laughs> that, that dude, that dude. I, I enjoyed listening to the the clips I heard of him grilling those dudes. 
uh, in those hearings. Well, he's also, and like, even if you don't like the guy, he's really good at the setup, meaning like, oh, yeah. He's asking you six questions leading you down a path to set you up for absolute failure. And then once you get to that point, it's like you're already at the edge of the cliff and there's no turning back. Right. Right. And he's just sitting there all the while as he's doing it. He's just like, yeah, motherfucker. Gotcha. Like you, you, if, if, you, if you say, do you agree with this? And you get someone to say yes six times. And then you get them to say something that they've backed themselves into that they don't agree with. Yeah, that's that's uh, pretty pretty complete, good practice. Complete contradiction of of where they want to be, right? Mm-hmm. And what about so so you have these two? So then, obviously, the the big issue that um, that comes into play is Section two thirty of the Communication Decency Act. What's your thought there? Is that that open-ended what's your what's your thought there well and that's i I think that uh goes back to my original point which is if this many americans and maybe it's not 50 even if it's 30 uh utilize these sources as their main resource for information and content if you are going to implement a bias in banning and or not banning things uh then you're engaging in censorship which I think as a publisher, I don't. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I don't think I'm com. I don't. I don't think I'm comfortable living in a country where uh, censorship is uh, just accepted. Well, FA well, no, no, right, right. And now, and now here, and this to piggyback off what I was saying earlier, my my issue, or or rather, let me retract. Where I think the losers of this whole thing are. Are we the 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 consumers? If we're just we're watching this transpire, and obviously there's a lot of people that care about it. They see it for what it is and want to completely abolish it and and stop it dead in its tracks. The the censorship or suppression that is. But dude, I feel like. There is a large, overwhelming population of people that just don't give a shit and are no oh, um hmm, 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 and just let it happen. That that is it, it's so irritating to me. It's beyond frustration for me. I, yeah, and I think uh, relates to a point I wanted to bring up, which is uh, the people who say, "Well, you need to trust the news." And if you if you if you didn't see it on the news, it can't be true. Right. Which are the same people who trust everything they learned at uh, universities, uh, the media and other outlets that uh, there's no way they could be programming people by any means. Correct. And and probably probably believe still to this day what they learned in dare. Right. (laughs) Well, we we don't need to go there. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Uh, that's a that's a topic for another day. All right, right on, man. Right on. But I, I you know, I, Zach, I do, I, I do want to say I trust people who are really good at uh, smoking meats in their yeah. backyard. Yeah, that's that's your boy. Yeah, that's your boy at Facebook. Yeah. What else, I mean, is there anything else to elaborate on that, or is that that's just it? If you can smoke a good meat, you're you have credibility. 
without without no resistance. Well, I mean, if you have a big green egg and then you have like the smoker that is kind of like shaped like a pig, um, like you're you're obviously uh, credentialed to tell me what I should and shouldn't believe uh, in the news, right? Yeah, no doubt. I yeah. Would, yeah. Well, here, here's the are, thing, you, are, are you? Hold on. Are, are you Zach? Are you are you big into barbecue sauces? I'm not a. I don't know where this is going. Not. I'm gonna answer true. I'm gonna answer. Wow, answer. I'm gonna answer truthfully. No, I, I'm not a big barbecue sauce guy. Okay. So myself, I'm I'm very into sauces. So I'm into hot sauce. I'm into barbecue sauce. I'm, personally, I prefer Carolina style barbecue sauces, which tend to be or sauces which tend to be oh, more sweet. It, well, no, they're more vinegar based. They're a little bit more runny. Oh, you're um, late, man. Yeah. And what what do you think Mark Zuckerberg's net worth is? Off the top of your head, I, I'm sure it's an enormous number. But what do you think it is? It's. Four hundred eighty billion. Yeah, whatever the number is, he has more money than he could possibly spend in five lifetimes. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if I'm if I'm going, let's say if I was even going to a specialty barbecue sauce store, I was which, way off. It's a, it's one hundred four billion. I okay, would do the benefit of that, but yeah, hundred. That's a decent chunk of change. Um, even if I was going to Kroger, um, there's an array of barbecue sauces. And I generally lean towards the ones that are more expensive because, you know, I. The more expensive, make, the better. Got to yeah, be, right? Yeah, it has to be. So Mark Zuckerberg, uh, in turn, and uh, this company I'm about to mention will clearly never be a sponsor of ours uh, after I share what I'm going to share. But Mark Zuckerberg uh, uses what is called Sweet Baby Rays. And uh, we, we eventually sure. will post. Yeah. Everyone knows sweet babies. Yeah. I And with my sauce expertise, I would label that to as an average or below average barbecue sauce at best. Okay. Why is a guy that may, is worth $104 <laughs> billion <laughs> releasing a four-minute video about him smoking meats in his backyard with, the, with sweet baby rays? <laughs> All right, I see. I see where you're going with it. Hey, first, first of all, let me go. Let me back to something. <laughs> let me go back to something, bro. I'm sorry, because, I just took you down a rabbit hole. So. Yeah, no, it, it's it's super clowning. Here's the thing, though. Now, this is going to be. I'm playing devil's advocate here, bro. And I know that you might not have been ready for this either. Mm-hmm. But you, as you talk about, you know, the that phenomenon that if it's more expensive, it's got to be better, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know this very well. Um, depending on who's listening, you may or may not know this. I'm I'm a big bourbon guy. I love my I love whiskeys, mm. uh, mostly bourbon and rye, and that is that is the common fallacy that it, the more expensive it is. now now that's you know anyone coming into it. I don't, you I, you're, I know you're a barbecue guy, so I know you know what you're talking about. It, but I just wanted to say that, and I know. You know, you might not have been expecting me to go on on your boy Zuck's side here on this one, um, and I don't know my barbecue sauce enough. But that that is that's a that's a common misconception that the more expensive the better. Now it's bourbon, not not barbecue sauces, but um... <laughs> well, I have I have now censored that part of this podcast because uh, it <laughs> it's has the election fraud has been disputed. 
<laughs> oh, that's what's up, man. And now, well, now, um, you know, we have YouTube that is is banning everybody or even blocking accounts for people that are posting about the election and Biden being the president elect. Um, the, you know, the, it's a, the new rules been put in place because enough states have certified their election results. And it's like, um, okay, yeah, yeah, it has, I, I, I guess, depending on, uh, you know, yeah, what you're exactly. looking at, but my, um, and my, my, my and I'm, I'm being serious when I say this, my last like major point about that is, um, are you familiar with uh, Breitbart as a uh, media outlet? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Breitbart is that they don't hide the fact that they are right-leaning. But they are also a news source that puts out news about things that are happening in the world. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, and I don't care if you're right, left, north, south, center, diagonal. I I do not care. I I care about fair sharing of media and content and allowing people to make their own decisions. Absolutely. That's, what that's I care how it about. should be. That's, how it should that's, be. that's what I care about. When the uh, the Hunter Biden New York Post article came out, yes. If you wanted to see anything from Breitbart on it, you would have to scroll through six pages of Google to get to it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, no no less than ninety percent of people don't ever go past the first page of Google results when they're searching for something. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Just completely, just completely blanketing the story. It's suppressing the story. Right. And I mean, then bright, Breitbart being a top 10 most popular news outlet, whether you agree with them or disagree with them, I do not care. Them being a top 10 most popular uh, internet news outlet. Uh, I, I don't think you should probably have to go through six pages of uh, right Google to, to get to something they have to say about it. It, it's it's out it's outrageous, um, it, and you know that's like um, um, what's it um, Bobolinsky, right? The the dude who was Hunter's what's his what's his name? Is, is it Bobolinsky? Am I am I am I right? I believe you know, it's I, I believe it's uh, Tony Bobolinsky. Okay, so yeah, the dude who partnered with Hunter that that whole thing is so to me how and again and to your point this isn't about okay uh this is a conspiracy we gotta right wrong or indifferent the fact that it wasn't even you couldn't even see it on any major media outlet that's what pisses me off genuinely pisses me off that is a huge issue to me and that needs to be it needs to, that 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 problem needs to be solved. Needs to be solved. I got a solution. I have a couple solutions. Okay. Right. My first solution is to understand that let, let's take a look at this. In the third quarter for Twitter and for Facebook respectively, revenue was 808 million US dollars on Twitter, $21.2 billion annual revenue for advertising, Q3 for Facebook. So 
I think judicial system needs to go to work here when when comments when articles when news stories complete news stories are suppressed or kept in the dark on these major outlets they go through the 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 proper system if they're found guilty of truly doing what they should not by section 230 they have to give advertising money either back to advertisers or what they should do is donate it to charities or help support. We want to defund police and take and add to other programs in cities, wherever it is, in states, wherever they are. Why is that money? We should be taking that money, and that's how we help. That is, that is too much money for you to be suppressing valid and potentially damning news stories, whatever they are, political or not, and suppressing people's voice on an outlet where you can't do that or you're not supposed to because you're quote unquote not a publisher, your ad revenue money that you are making from people advertising on your sites, that money needs to be given back. That's that's how you punish these fuckers, man. That, that's the solution for me. Let me ask you one more question. Um, let me try to frame this the right way. Do you think that they think they being the companies who we're discussing think we're so dumb that we are unable to discern between legitimate and illegitimate information so yeah. that they need to be the purveyors of what not as not as what they believe what is true and what is not or are people actually so dumb that they can't themselves differentiate between what is true and what is not. Meaning, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think it's stupidity. I think it's just a lack of. More than anything, I think it's just it, you know useful idiots. You you know the useful idiot ideology, right? I I think that they're so in tune with that to know that most people are just going to go along. And that's what's frightening to me. It'd be, it would be comical if it weren't so terrifying. People just, again, ho-hum, we go along with it. That's, I think that they've tapped into that and they understand that they have the ability to get away with it because the majority of people just don't give a shit, which is terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying to me. Another solution, of course, would, not, would be to disallow Mark Zuckerberg to smoke meats for the rest of his life. Yeah, and, and, uh, there there should be a rule in life that if you are worth more than, let alone a hundred and four billion dollars, if you're worth more than five hundred dollars net worth, you should not be using sweet baby rays <laughs> on your barbecue. <laughs> you like? Do you really just not like sweet baby rays? Like, do no. you, like. It's like, just more principle. At do that you point. do do you like Jack Daniels? <laughs> I mean, no, you got me there. But Sweet Baby yeah. Ray's is the D- Jack Daniels of barbecue sauce. <laughs> and if, if, by the way, if anybody is listening to this, which I don't think there are <laughs> any people listening to this, if you like Jack Daniels, I don't care. Do you? But. A guy who's worth $104 billion and has access to anything that any human could dream of should not be using a barbecue sauce that you can get from Kroger for $2.99. I love that. 
I love that. All right, my my rant is complete. All right. So I think you know that there's an easy way to solve that. Of course now in in reality section 230, I don't think we abolish that. I think what we do is we make amendments to it truthfully um because we don't want to completely get rid of. No, I, I sorry Zach, I've one I've one more solution. Yeah, we need it. So uh, any and I'm putting Zuckerberg up with Jack Dorsey together, okay? Like they they share in the same strategy, right? Do we we can agree to that? Yeah, yeah. So anytime Zuckerberg uh, bans something from Facebook, uh, like deeming it, you know, some sort of conspiracy or what have right. you, right. Jack Dorsey has to drink a bottle of Sweet Baby Ritz. And for every article that Jack Dorsey bans on Twitter, Zuckerberg has to not shave for a week so that eventually Jack Dorsey will weigh 400 pounds from drinking so much sweet baby rays. And Mark Zuckerberg will have a Jack Dorsey like beard that they'll be so embarrassed that they'll change their ways. (laughs) Okay. That'd be interesting to see if it, if that worked out that way. That'd be nice. If it really if it would really mean that much to them, mm-hmm. to to make them want to change their ways. Well, that's phenomenal. There it is. Big tech got some problems. Fixed it. You they can't all be winners, as we know. We got that. That there's some solutions right there. Let's uh you know take it to the bank, baby. There it is. Uh, before we get into our next segment, we need to uh, do the sponsor thing. You know, getting your haircut can be challenging, especially during times like these. Mm. Have, you, have you been flirting with the idea of a new style, but just don't know what direction to go? Look no further, because Great Clips has you covered. Who needs continuity in that chair when you can play Russian roulette with a new stylist every time? You wanted to fade? but you walked out with half a buzz cut, <laughs> asked for a blowout and received a perm, Great Clips guarantees you'll be dissatisfied 99% of the time. <laughs> so stop wasting time. Visit your nearest Great Clips today. You can find them next to any Papa John's in your closest shopping plaza. <laughs> All right, that sound means we are going into the unfixable segment. There are just some problems, Matt, that I don't think you and I are going to be able to solve. You agree? Mm-hmm. Well, not as a dictator, but yes. <laughs> That's right. Folks, uh, we, we, do have, we do have a dictator here. He dictates terms every single day. Real quick, this is, on, again, on a tangent, but this dude, sometimes it is almost impossible trying to get your way with this dude the way that he dictates, but... Again, we don't want to go down that rabbit hole right now, but uh, just to give a little a taste of of what you meant behind that there. So, again, unfixable. Let's start the segment off. Matt, you have something. There, there's a lot going on, man. This is a crazy fucking world that we're living in right now. There's just some things that we're not going to be able to fix. There's going to be zero solutions to it. What do you got for me, bro? Uh, yeah. Um, 
are you familiar? I, I hate to get so political, but are you familiar with the uh, the dude, the dude? Stop. The thing is, is that there's no surprise to me right now that that is where you're going. And I think to everyone that's listened through this time, everyone's like, "Yeah, this dude's gonna go political." You don't you don't need to preface it with that. But go ahead, bro. Go ahead, but Zach. Again, nobody is listening, so it doesn't. <laughs> nothing matters. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, so you would think in general, that uh, the the members of our House of Representatives and Senate should be respectable, correct? Like, respectable human beings in general. Yeah, of course, especially in the political spotlight. Okay. Um, Any human, uh, of course. Yeah, but that's asking way too much. Um, right. Are you familiar with the uh, name Ilhan Omar? Yes. I am familiar with her name. Okay. Uh, are you familiar with her political... And, 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 and honestly, hold on, because I'm not even going to front or lie and pretend. I, I, I do know, I know she's a, a political figure. Is she, does she, she's a House of Representatives? She's... Yeah, she, and what, she's... What state? Uh, Minnesota. Okay, all right, all right. Okay, cool. Um, so, again, like, held into that such high regard... Yeah. You would you would think that they would uh, have a certain level of decorum uh, that you could expect uh, from them, Co- correct? Yes, okay. undoubtedly. What if I told you that she was telling selling T-shirts with the uh, phrase uh, selling T-shirts? By the way, I, I I know you have a history with with uh, T-shirt sell <laughs> uh, sales, uh, but. None of them were extremely vulgar, other than one that we can talk about later. Um, what if I told you that she was telling T-shirts that said uh, "fuck around and find out"? Yeah, this is she's. That's how I know, she's part of the squad. This is AOC's partner in crime, mm, right? Yeah, and I, I love the fact that there's a group of politicians in a high uh, level yes. in, our, in our country that have named themselves the squad but yes <laughs> yes dude that is outrageous wait what's what what is the what what is it what's the shirt it says fuck around and find out is that new so meaning like go against what they're what they're about yes and then find out what the consequences are is that, that that's the implied scenario there bro yes that is that's outrageous but you you know what's in and zach you know what really grinds my gears you know what's way more offensive is a president of the united states releasing a hat that says keep america great that is so much worse yes right fuck around and find out i can't even begin to describe hey what about on that note what about the kid in California, I forget where exactly. I want to say it was in Southern California. This kid wore a MAGA hat to school, got suspended for it, not only shamed within the community, his own mother was like overly appalled and ashamed. Do you remember that? You hear that story? Mm-hmm. That shit is preposterous, bro. And they're and they're making a shirt like this that'll, you know, it ah, no, it's cool. It's cool with us. Yeah, that that is that's that's unfixable, bro. 
absolutely unfixable. Well, and maybe we should make t-shirts that say credibility is moot. Fuck around and find out. Yeah. Hey, I'm no, let's, let's talk after this. That might not be a bad idea. Mm-hmm. So um, do you have anything yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's not fixable? Yes, I, I do. I do. And uh, not to get overly political. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to say that a lot. Yeah, no, but I, uh, there's, there's one thing that's been bothering me. And, uh <sighs> Andrew Welcome Cuomo, to the club. The Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York. Your favorite person. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, as you know, I'm from New York originally. I still have a, a lot of family in New York. Um, Andrew Cuomo has received an Emmy. This dude has received an Emmy. And it's not the fact that he's received the Emmy. Um, because, you know, after all, dude, um, you know, Frank Underwood. And his wife Claire Underwood, they also they're politicians, and they uh, they also won Emmys, right? Oh wait, but the the thing is, is they're fucking actors, bro. <laughs> that's that's House of Cards. Why is the governor of New York an Emmy? The the, the folks. So I didn't know. Um, do you know the name? It, it, it's so. It's just so unreal to me. Bruce Paisner, and I could be pronouncing that incorrectly. Do you, does, does that name ring a bell to you? Uh, it does not. He's the, he's the Academy's president and CEO. CEO, I'm sorry. He, he's out. He's out. He said, he's quoted as saying, the governor's 111 daily briefings worked so well because he effectively created television so- shows with characters, plot lines, and stories of success and failure. Dude, this is a fucking pandemic. Do your job. And now I understand that by population, of course New York is going to have more casualties. Of course there's going to be more cases, right? Dude, as I mentioned earlier, I'm from New York, Ridge. I have a lot of family out there. My girlfriend and I went out there in June. End of June. We couldn't even hike in the mountains in Lake George, the Adirondack Mountains, because he actually physically shut out, shut down every single hiking trail. And, dude, I'm not just saying, like, it was, like, you know, known, like, my dad told me, hey, don't, like, you shouldn't be hiking. We went out in early morning. See the sunrise, actually, at a peak where we wanted to hike. We couldn't hike. It was barricaded, bro. Why is this dude winning an Emmy? Why is he winning an Emmy? Why? Why, why should? Why, why shouldn't he be winning an Emmy? Right. Yeah, it's unfixable to me. Stop giving him an Emmy because the dude. Like, I don't even know. I'm trying to find out like why he even like why he was on television. Like, he was on like a fucking soap opera, bro. I would actually argue maybe he should win an Emmy because he is uh, has so successfully convinced so many people that uh, his credibility is not moot. Right. Yeah, Mm. he is. He's killing the game. Yeah, he's absolutely killing it. That's unfixable, man. I I don't. That's all I have to say. I don't. There's there. Like I said, this part of the segment, there is no solution, folks. It's just it's unfixable for him to win. For him to win an Emmy is it's outrageous. So that's that. Well, Zach, we've gone a little long here. 
Um, anything else you want to cover before we uh, wrap up? That that does it for me on that, man. I, I can't even can't even go any further on that, my friend. Okay. So without further ado, let's just uh, let's close it out. All right, that's it. That's it for us. This pilot episode of They Can't All Be Winners. Again, it's the podcast where credibility is moot. If you didn't enjoy it or thought we could do better, you know, I can't even promise that next time we will. But I can promise you there will be a next time. So until that time, we're out. Peace.